Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast and the very first day, the introduction to our Through the Bible in a Year Bible Reading Program. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you're here, and I hope to see you at the far end of this as well as we go through the Bible over the course of a year. And statistics say that about 45% of Christians read the Bible at least once a week. That 45% is compromised of 60% women, 40% men. And among non-Christians, about one in six people have read the Bible, not just read it, but read the entire thing. And actually, I find those numbers kind of encouraging. They're better than I expected them to to be, but uh, we're going to work on improving those numbers. But whether someone's a believer or not, everyone should read the book upon which our culture is founded. That's a wise venture for everyone. And people may not realize that Western culture is founded on biblical principles. Um, besides the obvious advantages for Christians, if a person reads the Bible, they'll learn a lot about why we think, believe, and act the way we do as a culture. And the Bible is an incredible book. It was written over several thousand years by over 40 different authors. It contains, I think it's 1,189 chapters. Uh, it contains prophecy, allegory, archetypes, poetry, wisdom, and history. And it all comes together in a cohesive narrative. Now, if you were to assemble different books, I don't know what the probability of that happening would be, but I would say pretty much impossible. But with God, all things are possible. We already know that the Bible is a very, very special book, very important book, very foundational uh, book for Western culture. And Christians believe it is the inspired word of God. It has everything in it that God wants you and me to know. When I was in seminary, we were required to read through the Bible each year as part of our chapel class. And on top of all the other reading required reading that we had, it was a challenge to get it all done. And I don't remember, uh, there, I don't remember there being a program for it. I think we were just supposed to do it. There may have been one, but that's a while ago now. And I'm having a hard time remembering, frankly. But having a plan to follow makes it much easier to follow through with reading the Bible. And that's one of the reasons we put this together. Uh, we'll review the structure of our plan and some practical tips for your daily reading uh, as you go through it in just a bit. One of the things I am very proud of uh, about this reading plan is that it has been put together by our team and uh, custom tailored by our team. And it's been built from the ground up by us in-house. And so that's uh, excited about that. We've still got a fair bit of work to go from this point, but we are well into it. Um, some of you listening are likely already great Bible readers. You may read your Bible every day. Some of you have probably never read your Bible, but we're looking to help you out either way. Some of you will soon hopefully become great Bible readers. And a significant part of what we're doing with this program is helping you become a daily Bible reader. Simply forming a habit. That's a big part of what we're doing. Bible teaching is great. Sermons are helpful. Bible studies, podcasts, all those things are wonderful, but all of those should be underpinned simply 
by doing your own Bible reading. And when you form a Bible reading habit, it enhances all of those other things. You get more out of them. And we've tailored this plan with that in mind to help form a habit and to also reinforce the content of the reading each day. And, you know, in our brain, we form neural pathways, a bit of a bit of neuroscience involved in this. There are paths that our thoughts follow. And there are many things that you and I do that we don't really think that much about. For instance, when you jump in your car and you drive, there are a lot of things you just do automatically. Um, checking your mirrors, things like that, that you don't really put a lot of conscious thought into. Start the engine brake, accelerator, check your mirrors, look both ways, make little adjustments as you travel down the road and the steering wheel. And you're able to do those things without telling yourself, okay, now I need to press the brake. After I do that, I have to put the car in drive. All of these different things. There's a lot of things that you just do because you've formed a neural pathway for doing those things. You've formed habits. And can you imagine if you had to consciously walk through all of that every time you got into your car, you had to consciously think about every little adjustment you make as you're driving down the motorway. You know, we wouldn't be able to drive at motorway speeds if we had to consciously think our way through every little adjustment and detail. And most of what we do in regard to that are just simple habits, things that we've done over time, when we've done so much that we don't really have to put a lot of effort into doing them. With our Bible reading program, we're planning to help you form a habit, to form a neural pathway that is for Bible reading. It will be challenging at first, as these things are. It will take some willpower, but once you form the habit, it will become easier and easier. And habit trumps willpower any day of the week. So, as we get into this, let's start with the question, why read the Bible? We've already talked about it a little bit, but why are we even doing this? Um, there are many valid reasons to read the Bible that will likely resonate with you. Some of these are things that I have discovered personally as I've read through the Bible, through books of the Bible, preached through different series in books of the Bible. And some are things that I've read about and learned along the way from other people. And I can remember being a kid and being fascinated with Bible stories. Um, my grandmother would take me with her to church under protest. Um, I don't know why I didn't want to go, but as a kid, I just didn't want to. Uh, but in spite of my protest, I, I mostly enjoyed it. Once I got there, got involved, I was like, okay, this is okay. But every week, same story, I didn't really want to go. But once I was there, I enjoyed it. Now, as a kid in Sunday school, I wasn't big on the coloring and activities, games, snacks that are all a normal part of Sunday school, which are all great things. But the part I really liked was the Bible stories. And when you're a kid, at least this is the case for me, my imagination was so much better when I was a kid. I remember I'd listen to Bible stories and my imagination was so vivid, it was almost like being there. And it was very easy for me as a kid to fall into a story and I could see it all with my mind's eye. And as I've gotten older, my ability to do that has unfortunately deteriorated drastically. However, when I read or listen to large portions of scripture and follow a story through its in, in its entirety or a book in its entirety, it helps renew that spark of imagination in me. And I can find myself enjoying scripture just for the sake of enjoying scripture. And it's a good thing to read the Bible just for the sake of enjoying it. At times, we can get a little too heavy on the obligation side of things and forget that. But it's worthwhile to do just to enjoy it. And 
we all get some bits and pieces of scripture here and there. We might read it together in church. We might see verses popping up on our social media feed. We might hear verses on a podcast. We might randomly open the Bible here and there and read a few verses or maybe even a chapter. And there are a lot of topical reading programs out there that are a few days long, and those are okay. And you know, I'm not going to put them down. They have a place for sure. But when you read the Bible in its entirety, you go on a journey. You travel through a very diverse landscape of times, cultures, and places uh, of wisdom, history, poetry, and prophecy. And reading the Bible in its entirety is going to change your understanding of the scripture. It's going to deepen your understanding of scripture and it's going to strengthen your relationship with God. It's going to deepen your faith in ways that would not happen otherwise. And one of the reasons for that is you're going to see the larger narrative of the Bible. As I mentioned, many people read pieces and parts of the Bible, short reading programs that are topical for maybe something that they're struggling with in their life at the moment. And any reading is good reading. I wouldn't put down any Bible reading. But something that happens when you read the whole Bible is you begin to connect the dots. You begin to see the bigger picture of Scripture. You see the larger narrative of the Bible. You read the Psalms where David writes, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And you see that Jesus said that same thing on the cross when Jesus is asked, what's the greatest commandment? And he says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. You see, he didn't just make that up on the spot. He was quoting an actual commandment from the book of Deuteronomy. You see the prophecies and sacrifices, the Old Testament, begin to see how interconnected scripture is and how all of those things ultimately point to Jesus. And through all of that, you gain an understanding of God's plan for the redemption of man and how he works that out over the millennia. You see that some things that might seem odd or might seem isolated if you read them just in and of themselves, when you read them in the larger context of scripture, you see that those things are not odd. They're not isolated. When you read it all, you see that it all matters and it's all connected. The Bible is full of many things, but wasted space is not one of them. And that's going to bring personal life transformation. People who've read the entire Bible will attest to this. If you read the entire Bible, you will be a different person than when you started. That's just a fact. And reading the Bible in its entirety will take you on a journey of personal transformation through God's word. It'll bring you clarity and depth in areas where you don't currently have that. It will help solidify your faith. It will change your life. It's a small investment for the amount of return that you get out of it. Not only will it change your life as an individual, but as individuals grow, so does your church. Uh, It'll change your church. It'll change our church as we do it together. Reading the Bible together will strengthen the church as a whole. It'll strengthen a church community. And we're all on the same page, working together towards the same goal. And you'll be amazed at how much you'll have to talk about with other believers. You know, it's a collective endeavor that includes everyone. And in our church, what we're doing is our Sunday school material is uh, going through the Bible in a year as well. It's not quite as in-depth as what we're doing as adults, but it definitely brings the kids along with us so whole families have things to talk about. Another benefit of doing it together is uh, mutual accountability and support. And sometimes just knowing someone will ask you, you know, 
uh, how's your Bible reading going is, is enough to discipline yourself to actually read it. And we've talked about spiritual disciplines in the past. Sometimes different people consider different things to be spiritual disciplines. But one thing that everyone would consider to be a foundational spiritual discipline is scripture reading. When Satan tempted Jesus to turn stones into bread, what did he say? He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Scripture reading is a spiritual discipline that gives you spiritual food. Good spiritual food makes you spiritually healthy. Daily Bible reading will help you deal with sin and help you resist temptation. And I found in my own life that the more disciplined I am with scripture reading, the closer I am to the Lord and the better my prayer life is. But it is a discipline. It requires effort, but it becomes easier as you form the habit. And as you read, you're gonna pick up on the timeless principles of scripture and better understand the life application and contemporary relevance of those principles. You'll gain a better understanding of what's essential in life, what's not essential in life. Interesting thing, the Bible's an old book. Sometimes people may think it's outdated. Times change, but the principles of the Bible and their applicability don't change. People will always try to say otherwise, but God's way is always the best way. That doesn't change. Technology changes, but people and the principles of that God gives us to live by don't. Once you take away things like the internet, automobiles, and air conditioning, you know the differences between now and the past diminish very quickly. The life application and contemporary relevance of the Bible remain the same. As you read, you gain the knowledge needed to navigate the often turbulent waters of life in the best possible way. Obviously, the turbulence will still be there, but you will gain knowledge to better navigate those turbulence. You can't use that knowledge if you don't have it in you, but you gain it through Bible reading. And when you have that knowledge in you, the the Holy Spirit works with that and helps you rightly apply that knowledge. And that is when that knowledge becomes wisdom because wisdom is the right application of knowledge. And I often see Christians struggle with understanding the character of God, which may very well be more of a contemporary problem. I don't know. When I talk about how Christians are today versus the way they used to be, that's always a bit of a guess because I wasn't alive back whenever. But I do see a lot of Christians today struggling with God's character and the different aspects of it. And maybe it's a desire to oversimplify his character, but you know, God's character is not a simple thing. There's a book, you know, with almost 1,200 chapters that shows us his character and helps us find that right place among judgment, wrath, grace, and mercy. Those are all parts of God's character, and it's not that easy to keep those in balance. We're inclined to lean towards one or the other, more towards judgment and wrath or more towards grace, mercy, love, things like that. When we read the entire Bible, we gain a better understanding and balance of the attributes of God and his character. And this reading program has been structured in such ways to help with that. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. And it's good to go to the scripture with an expectation of encountering God and better understanding who he is. If you are reading the Bible daily, that's going to help you commune with God and better understand who he is. And that better understanding of God and 
you know, communicating with him, communion with him is going to transform who you are as you read through scripture. And I'll cover one more thing before we get into the practical tips and an explanation of the reading program. What are the realistic challenges of reading the entire Bible? It's a big book. There's a lot to it. And it's good to control some expectations as you step off into something like this. Something good to do up front is to acknowledge the challenges and the rewards and prepare ourselves and manage our expectations. Now, I'd love to see many, many people take part in this program and complete the program, but I'm not big into trying to hype people up because I don't think hype lasts very long. I'm more of a realist than an idealist. And the reality is, is that reading the entire Bible is a significant undertaking. It's not that easy to do. And of course, like I said, I'd love to see many people do this, complete it. It's one of those things that's a foundational part of being a Christian. Part of what's going to help with reading the entire Bible is managing expectations. It takes a significant amount of time and it takes a lot of discipline. Like I said, the more you form a habit, the easier it gets, but it still takes discipline. It still takes willpower. For the average reader, it takes about 80 hours to read the Bible. So if you work you know, a 40-hour week, work week, that's two solid work weeks of just reading the Bible to give you an idea of how long it takes to get through it. If you're reading it out loud, it takes about 90 hours. And one of the best things you can do upfront is acknowledge that. It's going to take a while. It's going to take some doing. It's going to take some work. It's a big task. Think about the time commitment and think about when you're going to do that. What time of day are you going to read? Recognize that as you form a habit, it will become easier. And if you are disciplined and get through it, the rewards will be worth it. The more you read, the more you will grow. It's going to mean a deeper understanding of spiritual things, a stronger faith, and a stronger relationship with God. You'll have a better understanding of Bible characters and events. You know, who, who are Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Some people know, some people don't. You know, Elijah and Elijah. Who, who's who? Who came first? What did each one of them do? Um, someone's probably thinking, I have no idea who that is. And that's okay. Do the reading and then you'll know. One of my favorite rewards of Bible reading is the joy of discovery. Solomon wrote that there's nothing new under the sun, which is very much accurate. But there are many things in the Bible that may not be new, but they are to the person reading them for the first time. One of the things about the Bible is that it is undoubtedly true is that it is a book of great depth and it is full of endless discovery. And I'll share some of that kind of discovery and what that looks like in the sermon online next week for our memory verse day. And there's far more happening here than just day-to-day reading. You're forming a habit that's going to change your life. It's going to change who you are. And with that in mind, let's talk about the structure of this reading plan and some practical tips that will help you along the way. You'll also find these in the reading guide, uh, which you can find at handlerlandbaptist.com. But like I say, we built this program to help people form a Bible reading habit, reinforce the scripture in their life. We've provided resources to do that. You won't find this particular program anywhere else. This uh, it's been built from the ground up in house, and it has and is taking a tremendous amount of work. 
The reading plan itself consists of daily readings Monday through Saturday. On Sunday, uh, there's a memory verse. So you kind of get a little break on Sunday, do some memory verse work. Monday through Friday consists of reading from the Old Testament and the New Testament. Some days are only Old Testament because it is much larger than the New Testament and to balance it out. As we read, we will consistently work our way through both the Old and New Testament together. And there are a few reasons for that. One is something that I've already mentioned. It helps us find the balance and connection between you know, judgment, wrath, grace, love, helps us better understand God's character. When people read just the Old Testament, they tend to lean towards the judgment and wrath side of things and the opposite when they read just the New Testament. Another reason is it helps us better understand the larger narrative of scripture and the connection between the Old and New Testament. One of the things I've noticed in many of the readings I've done already uh, for this podcast is that connection. There are often similar principles found in both the Old and New Testament readings uh, on the same day. And it's interesting to make those connections. And in a pragmatic way, it also, you know, reading the Old and New Testament, it also helps keep us interested. If you're reading through a book like Job, for instance, and only reading the book of Job, it can it can be a real challenge to get through it each day because that's not exactly the most exciting book to read. Then on Saturday, uh, we've, so we've got the Old and New Testament, Monday through Friday. Then on Saturday, we have readings from both the Psalms and Proverbs. And the reading is generally, it's a little lighter on Saturday. Proverbs gives us the wisdom to reflect on the previous week and wisdom to reflect on in preparation for the upcoming week and the opportunity to consider how to apply that wisdom. The Psalms, you know, they're a giant storehouse of human experience and a book of worship. And as we read the Psalms on Saturday, it will help prepare us to come together for worship on Sunday. You know, if you come together with your church on Sunday, it'll help prepare you for worship. And if you have the reading guide, if you purchase that, it contains some tips for helping you throughout the reading and it also contains a concise overview of the day's reading and some devotional thoughts, meditations to help settle yourself in God's word each day. The more you read it, hear it, see it, and think about it, the more you retain it. And that's one of the goals of the reading program. And it's structured in such a way that I don't give much in the way of commentary because the through the Bible in a year program focuses on the Bible itself and absorbing it for yourself. And the scripture forms your thoughts more so than what I might have to say about it in that way. And we have some printed copies of the reading program. Uh, I think we've sold out of most of those now, but if um, we do have uh, those available as a download, which if you're in different parts of the world, uh, that may be the best option for you. You can find those at hinderlandbaptist.com. Um, each Sunday, you know, we have a memory verse and uh, the podcast will center around the passage that the memory verse is from on Sundays. That's local time here on the Gold Coast of Australia. <clears throat> and that's the structure of the program. Monday through Friday, readings from the Old and the New Testament. Keep that balance better understand God's character, understand the balance between, you know, wrath and judgment, love and grace. Saturday is Psalms and Proverbs to look at the wisdom of Proverbs, reflect on the week that's gone by, 
think about how we might apply that wisdom to the week to come, read some Psalms to prepare us for worship on Sunday. And then Sunday, we have the memory verse and the podcast will center around that memory verse. So that's the structure of the program. And here are a few practical tips to help you on your way as you take this journey through the Bible in a year. This is more than just a daily chore. It is a time to commune with God. Open and close your daily reading with prayer. Ask God for understanding. Ask God for insight. Ask him to show you application for your own life. And it's very helpful to keep a prayer journal, write down the things you pray about, things you need to pray about, um, how those prayers may have been answered. Some people like to use stationary. Other people like to use an app or some kind of digital format. The best one is the one you will use. So find something that's going to work for you. And it's always great to be able to look back over the course of a year and read through your prayer journal and see what God has done. It's very interesting to do that and, and you know look back over where you've been over the course of a year. And when you do your reading, it's helpful to establish a routine. Find a consistent time and quiet space each day for your readings. It may be early, it may be late, it really doesn't matter. Whatever time works good for you that you're gonna stick with. And you may do half in the morning, half in the evening, but establish a routine, stick with it. Consistency fosters habit and habit is always stronger than willpower. And I also wanna encourage you to use the supplemental resources. You can download a digital copy of the reading guide if you don't have a printed copy. Um, you can find that at hinderlandbaptist.com. You can print that out for yourself if you want to. Um, they are, are, like I say, there's a concise overview each day of the day's reading. There is the references to read. And there's also um, just some a few questions, a few meditations, thoughts to think about at the end of each day's reading. Um, yeah, do that. Take some notes. Go over those questions. Roll them around your head. Write down your thoughts. You know, write down things that jumped out at you and write down what's going on in your life at the moment. And you'll be glad you did that later. Each month you can collect the reading guide and you can put it on yourself after you've finished and you'll always have that and you can always reference it later or do it again the following year if you want to. And we'll put a, a, a link to the reading guide in the podcast description for you to find it if you want to. And while you're there, you can get on our church's mailing list. Uh, there's all kinds of cool content that goes out through email each week. Um, we have some fantastic email content. We've got uh, an amazing crew that puts that stuff together. And each week we send out a recap of the sermon from the memory verse. You can get that as well. And another resource is the daily podcast. And you'll be able to find that at pcspeaking.com or wherever you found this, obviously, if you're listening to it. A daily podcast for an entire year. And there's a link and a QR code in the reading guide. And I used to think everyone needed to read for themselves, but I've, I've changed my mind about that. There are many places in scripture where someone reads to a group of people. And I've, I've come to the opinion that listening to scripture is a viable option and can be considered, you know, reading through the Bible. Listen or read, whatever you choose, just do it. In the podcast, I'm, it's a very similar reading guide. I give an overview of the day's reading. It's very brief. It's intended to reinforce the day's reading. I actually do the reading 
and then give you some things to think about. And it's a supplement to the reading guide. It's not exactly the same, but it is very similar. And if nothing else, you know, you might enjoy listening to me try to pronounce all of those Bible names and work my way through genealogies and such. Um, when you're putting together a daily podcast for an entire year, uh, that doesn't give you much time for retake. So everything I do, it's done in one take. Um, I don't edit it. So all the mistakes and stuff are in there with it as well. Sometimes I fumble a bit or I cough or whatever. I don't know. Sometimes I suppose those things can make the podcast seem more genuine, more honest, more endearing, or they might make it more annoying, but uh, I'm hoping it's the former. And this particular podcast will go live shortly and each day of the podcast uh, for that day, the podcast will go live at midnight and will continue to do so each day for the entire year. So if you are one of those people who can't sleep, uh, you can start early. Maybe you're in a different part of the world where it works out really well for you at the time it drops and you just listen to it then. But uh, it will drop at midnight and that's uh, the time Eastern Australia and standard time, the Eastern coast of Australia here on the Gold Coast. Um, <clears throat> if you're not doing so already, you may like to follow me, um, Christopher B. Miller on Facebook, uh, PC speaking on Instagram, TikTok, and you may want to follow the church, Hinterland Baptist Church on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, we'll be making regular posts each week, lots of amazing content that our crew does there as well, and plus some content that I put out personally with some hopefully helpful thoughts, tips, insights, reading for the week. Um, yeah, and hopefully that is helpful for everyone. Now, one thing about the podcast is that everyone um, knows is that I'm actually doing the reading for them. Um, so there's a, there's a lot that goes into that. And I would encourage you to find uh, a way to seek some accountability. The fact that I'm actually doing the reading in the podcast makes me very accountable uh, because I know I need to get that done and I have to get it out. Um, but I'd encourage you to find a way to seek some someone to help you with accountability, maybe a partner with a friend um, for accountability, some discussion. You know, you might get together once a week, have a cup of coffee, chat about the reading, whatever. Just find a way that might help keep you on track. Take notes, keep a journal, write down thoughts, write down reflection. Uh, there's some space in the reading guide for any pertinent thoughts you might have. And, and it helps to keep a dictionary handy or just Google words you might not know as well. Um, it's always good to expound your vocabulary. Think about life application. The day the questions and meditation section of the reading guide will help a lot with that. And yeah, I really hope that you will choose to do this. Now, one last thought, I'm just about to wrap up, but one last thought. As you do this, of course, be disciplined, form the habit, work at it, um, do what you need to do to get it done. But at the same time, give yourself some grace when you mess up. Self-discipline, forming a Bible reading habit is very important, but there will be days, will always be days that are challenging and there are always unforeseen circumstances. Those things happen. That's just the reality of it. Bible reading is like life as a Christian. It's not going to be perfect. Do your best, but when you get off track, the best thing to do is just get back on track, hop back in. Don't be discouraged if you miss a day. Just 
jump back in. Well, that is the introduction to our Through the Bible in a Year reading program. And I will be putting out this podcast daily, and I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word.